Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. No, you're doing the intro. I know. Okay, so start it up, dude. Hey, here we are, starting it up, dude. We are so good and professional. Yeah, um, and like prepared for everything. We're prepared. I think, I think to to break the fourth wall, the more we think about production and editing, the worse we'll get at it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Thanks for going on this journey with us, and welcome, welcome. <laughs> and welcome. Good morning, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, this is. Pieces, Pieces podcast, and uh, today we welcome you to our episode on Castile Book Four, Gates of Paradise, um, which is the, there's one more book after this, which is a prequel, spoiler alert. So this is the end of like this time period. You're Tia? I'm Tia. And you're Katie. I'm Katie. <laughs> and here we go. Um, I, I know... I know that you, dear listener, you're reading along, so you're ready. But if someone just, like, sent you this podcast, maybe you want to know what's going on in this book. So here's the old back flap. I love, I love a juicy back flap. Wow. I, like, didn't find that funny until this time right now when you said it. <laughs> Thank you. If you emphasize, mm-hmm. if you emphasize the <laughs> flap... Yeah. It definitely sounds like a more vaginal fold. I always love emphasizing a flap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here flap we are. on, my dear. <laughs> <clears throat> the car crash that killed Heaven and Logan. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I, Already, you were so. You know, that's like 50 pages in. Right there, I don't want to read the back of the books anymore. Now, fla- we're flapped it. Yeah. It's been flapped. Ugh. The car crash that killed Heaven and Logan left any Castile stone wall orphaned and crippled. <laughs> Yikes. Whisked off to Farthingale Manor by the possessive Tony Tatterton. Any pines for her lost family, but especially for Luke, her half-brother. Friend of her childhood, her fantasy prince, her loving confidant. Without the warm glow of Luke's love, she is lost in the shadows of despair. When Annie discovers Troy's cottage hidden in Farthingale's woods, the mystery of her past deepens. And even as she yearns to see Luke again, her hopes and dreams are darkened by the sinister Castile spell. Treacherous. Powerful. And evil. All right. Yeah. So I realized I never read the rest of that. I just read Car Crash and went, fucking what? Yeah. And you, you instantly flip open to be like, where? First page? Like, <laughs> What? Second page, first page. So, let me tell y'all. I'll be honest. Oh, my God. Sorry. My cat's up here. We have, like, a little, like, special guest. My cat, Sparrow. And I love her, but you'll probably she's hear me like, an Ugh. annoying asshole right now. No, she's not. Oh, I'm she's sorry. A, she's being a precious baby. She's a delicate baby, but she just wants to touch me. And, like, for some reason, I'm going through menopause, and I'm very hot. And I'm just like, Please. you're like, I love you, but don't fucking touch and me. And she's got sharp pains. So, anyways, so I I had a trouble with this book, mm-hmm. um, and I was I was 
so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Like so, I remember you. I think you were. I started it before you. I was like, I, I'm just. I'm, I'm dumping, jumping in. I'm dumping in. Um, <laughs> You're always dumping in. <laughs> from a bee hole in my brain. Um, so, I would be, text you like, oh man. Like I would. There was a point. There was a point, and I'll tell you. I noted it when I put it down and could not go back for days. <laughs> She would send me like just a cacophony of gifts. Like, oh no, oh no. It was like. Like burning books and people being like, like what is happening? And, and like, like throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But at the beginning, um, we're at the beginning. And I was instantly confused for some reason. I, I, I was just, it was just like, I'm in. Hmm. So we're in. We're in Annie's point of view, Heaven and Logan's little baby child that they had at the end of the last book. And if we want to zip, 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 rewind to the last book, Annie was born, looks instantly like Troy Tatterton with her tapered Tatterton digits. Her tapered Tatterton tips. Her tips, her baby tips. She's a a newborn. And if you've seen a newborn, they're all like like haunchy and gargoyly, but instantly (laughs) looks like Troy Tatterton. Tatterton. With her tips. Frosted tips. Um, Nice. Let's bring back Sun in. I thought we were going to go with, like, an NSYNC kind of, like, frosty. No, let's like bring back sun in. Did they still make sun in? Remember, it was just basically, like, you just, like, spray lemon juice on your and hair. And you sit on the sun. Yeah. Not on the just, sun, under the sun. Like, on the, the, surface, the, of the, sun. the sun. surface of the sun. And then it just, like, if you have dark hair like we Wait. do, uh, it just, like, makes, like, an orangey situation. Not to like, do not to do a host reveal. We're both brunette. Oh, my God. Check Be- out our OnlyFans. It's just you fanning yourself going through menopause. Yeah, it's me fanning myself right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm going through menopause. Anyway, we have this train has not left the station, and we are off the rails. Okay, love it. So I would like to mention though uh, first, it's book book specific. Um, I noticed near oh near the end of this. Faulty fan. (laughs) Oh man! Oh no! All right, I'll do my best. Um, Something I noticed. You know, more than probably like three quarters of the book is that most of this book takes place in a two week period. And that's yeah. wild to think about. Yes, I wrote that at some point. I was like, uh, uh what? Yeah, yeah, like it's been like, like yeah. we're talking hundreds of pages. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. Use the paper towel from our pizza rolls. Um, no. Uh, so I also. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I'll manage. So we're we are at the point of view of Annie Castile and her idyllic beautifulness because Heaven went through some shats <laughs> and uh, she wants Annie to have a wonderful life um, with her forbidden half brother. Yep, they're uh, seventeen years old when this book opens. They're cusping. They're on the cusp of adulthood. I think, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about, like, a 17-year-old being an adult at this point, though. Or even an 18-year-old being We just know so much more about brain development. Yeah. And it continues to develop into your early 20s. Into your late 20s. Oh, are we pushing it back? It's like 27 before your lobes are, like, fully developed. Oh, my God. I But your labes. Your labes develop wicked early. Because it's just like, I don't care if I have a brain, let me procreate. That's what humans are. Thanks, humans. Um, So, yeah, they're, like, pretenders... They like Annie le- is painter. But fantasizing. Annie is painter, and she has that Tatterton artistic uh, genetic. Which she thinks must be from one of her... Like, she doesn't know where it comes from at this point, though. 
do Annie doesn't. Annie doesn't. Does she know about did not write uh didn't know that. Did uh did she know about Grandma Jillian? They know a little bit yeah, about prob- heaven. So yeah, I think probably like actually, a, a, scotch, yeah. a scotch of the real story. Mm-hmm. Like a whisper. Yeah, she must have known Jillian was an illustrator. Yeah. Drake's still around. Uh Drake um he is getting his MBA at Harvard. Very fancy. And he's apparently the- only people go to Harvard. Yes. In this that, that is the serious. It is the only school in the world, the only college. He's kind of like that other side of wealth. He's very brusque. He's mm-hmm. not like that heaven type of like I'm I'm rich as fuck, but I'm I'm gonna give away and still be good. Yeah, like I'm humble I'm and I'm appreciative humble. and I wanna help other people because I know what Drake it's like is not brusque. to have things. He's a brusque businessman. He's very like like that character, I don't know if you've seen in Futurama, the eighties guy. No. Okay, fine. Um, like a slick back hair kind of eighties guy. Okay. He's an 80s guy. The implied sexual tension between Annie and Luke, page fucking one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, they're secretly in love with each other. Like, but they are secretly, not secretly in love yes, with each other. They spend all their secretly. time together. So, forbidden half brother, because they know they're half siblings, but I think they're not supposed, people aren't supposed to know they know. Is it still secretive that Logan is Luke's father? No. No? No, no, no. It's not secretive that Logan's Luke's father. Okay. It's 100 secretive that... No, yeah, no one knows. No one knows no that one. Troy is really Annie's, yeah, yeah, Annie's yeah. father. So, yeah, I was like... I was very... Because ir- that shit came out in the fucking... I, in the... Don't that. I was very like, oh, fucking K. This is like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until, like... Until I remembered. I was like, oh, wait. They're not related at all. Mm-hmm. So, I was very like, okay, fucking incest. Uh-uh-uh, again. And the, with the incest again. Oh, man, you're not going to like the rest of the 57 <laughs> books we have to read. <laughs> oh. It's going to be a theme. It has to be. It's endemic. Old. It's mm. endemic at this point. Mm. Um, anyway, so secret uh, brother, um, implied sexual tension, very. Like, they're always like, like when you have like a little crushy poo on someone and you accidentally like brush hands and mm. it like. Apparently, in this book, the tingles, in all the books, tingles, is that like with your nips or your clit? Who knows? All the tingles. You you don't forget, like, what about the balls? Balls and penises. You gotta remember all the body parts. I'm sorry, I did not mean to uh, be non-inclusive with my sexual tingles. Um, They're they're childish teens. They they are very childish teens. And they go to Imagination Town. Well, because also this should be like the 80s at this point, too. If we're gonna follow... The timeline that I figured out a long time ago with Sound of Music and like, yeah, Heaven being born born in 1950. Okay. So they they, they devolve into fantasy where there's like dragon slaying and fucking castles. I think that's sweet. It's not like they started as like late teens doing this. All right. They've just been like pretending and very imaginative since they were little. Um, uh, I wrote down... uh, I'm noping out of these soft, warm fingers on page 12. <laughs> but now that I have a book here, I'm going to find yeah, out on page 12. Ooh, let's all I find out together what the like soft, warm fingers were all about. I, I, just, I, just, I don't like that sentence. I mean, no, it's not a good sentence. It definitely evokes a feeling that I don't want to feel. Soft, warm, soft, warm fingies. Yeah, I mean, you may have to, like, fill. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking... They, they devolve into fantasy. They devolve into fantasy 
often it seems. So up at the beginning, may I, be, these are 17 year old humans, all right? They're taking their AP calculuses <laughs> and they are registering to vote soon. Yep. May I be the prince? Luke asked quickly and stood up, waiting for you to come. Our eyes seemed to touch and my heart began to pound as he stepped closer. He took my hand, his fingers soft and warm. Oh, thank you, thank you. Right, no. I'm just picturing like earthworms. <laughs> it's just, it's no. just sp- cooked spaghetti. <laughs> I don't want just, your nib spaghetti fingers. I want your cooked spaghetti fingers. So that day, um, so they're always also like fantasizing about uh, farty. Like they're, they're obsessed. Well, I think I would be too. Like thinking about like, oh my god, like someone part of our that history. I know. Yeah, went to this. Castle. Like there is a fucking legit castle mansion that I, I haven't have, been to. Yeah. What the hell? Like, if I found that out now, I would start. I mean, I, yeah, I want to fantasize about mansions. Isn't the only thing that Annie paints Farthingale Manor? No, well, she does a lot. Though. She, she like imagines Farthy what it's going to be. She. Pretty much has Luke in all of her paintings, though. That's the thing she paints a freaking lot. Because he's like, I'm not over here. Uh, heaven comes in, and it's good to know. Whew! She's still firm. But, like, lovely. Right. But the point is, she still is attractive. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, that's good. That's that Van Voreen jeans. It's nice to know also that Fanny's still a whore. Yeah. Fucking Fanny. No. They have, uh, Luke and Annie have special gazebo times. Yeah. I thought that's lovely. <sighs> Everything that I find, like, whatever. You just don't remember being such a pretend. You were such a fanciful child doing pretends. I guess. I guess I'm just. Old. You were. I was there. I'm just old and tired. Oh. Um, so they have a gazebo at Hasbrook House. And no one ever goes to it, so so Annie and Luke go there and pre- play pretend. And, like, hang out and tell secrets there and stuff. So we open, and this is the scene that we're setting, and we are on the cusp. We're cusping on Annie's 18th birthday. Annie and Luke's. They were born on the same day. Remember, call back to episode... Whatever. Three of the Castile series, uh, which I hope that you listen to. Um, so, uh, she has, uh, she has her fancy breakfast, mm-hmm. and Aunt Fanny shows up wearing a <laughs> green leather skirt and vest over pink frilly blouse. What does that mean? <laughs> there are so many shades of green and pink, by the way. I picture hunter green and, like, hot pink. Same. That's because that'd I- be Fanny's vibe, a thousand percent. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> surprised it wasn't, like... A leather camo skirt and vest. <laughs> I feel like that's not Fanny's vibe. It would be. Every, oh, so uh, she gets a car for her birthday. Like, yeah. they live in the fucking holler. Yep. I know, because again, like, I just picture this place being like a mile long stretch, stretch of road, <laughs> road and I that's mean, it. If, if wealth has come due to the Willie's Toy Factory, do we fucking know? Not mentioned. Yeah, actually, not at all mentioned. They didn't like the prosperity. It's been eighteen years. Has wow. Has the U.S. Census done anything? To, can I get these records? <laughs> I am actually the median income. I'm just realizing this right now, and I'm upset that they no have no information about Winnerow, how it's grown, uh, whether the prospects for these folks are different. Same. Are there still hill people? Let's assume that things are a lot better and there are still hill people, but they're able to live more comfortably now. 
because they're I, being respected for their craft. I, um, nice. Heaven takes, takes Annie up to give her like a secret gift. Um, and gives her, uh, like every teen in Virginia needs is a fuck ton of real diamonds. Yep. Okay. Her, the diamond and necklace and earring set that used to be Jillian's. Yeah. In a probes. In a probes. <laughs> My cat has a piece of confetti. Hanging off, hanging off one of her whiskers. Damn. It's cute. Oh, uh, do you, do you remember what, uh, what... Annie gave to Luke for his birthday? I do, but another thing that Annie got for her 18th birthday from heaven was the the cottage-shaped music box. The toy cottage replica. That showed up um, shortly before or after Annie was born. It, right right after, after, yeah. yeah after. Uh, which Logan just assumed like some... It was like, oh, someone made. Yeah, like someone at the factory was like really kind and made, but like, like 100%. Know. Yeah, 100%. We it's know. Troy's cottage, and there's like little people in there. And it's that totally, are heaven and Troy. They're totally heaven and Troy. Um, I don't really know... Can I get like a one to whatever scale as to what this should be? I'm picturing like the cottage to be like a one by two foot, like, footprint. How big are the cat? Are they this big or this big? Yeah, like I'm picturing like... Like, that right. would be the cottage, so, like, the people would be, like, maybe two, three inches or something. But apparently very detailed. This is Beryl. Um, <laughs> so, birthday times. It's her birthday. And so she gets to the cottage, and it's so special. Heaven will get, like, a little teary-eyed and be like, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, whatever, I just... Whatever, it's just a fucking thing. Um, I just don't want to go there. I miss... I miss Heaven as a narrator. Yeah. I liked her as a narrator a lot. She's great. Hmm. Um, do you know what she got, what Annie got Luke for their birthday? Yeah, like a... a fucking a, pinky a ring. A gold pinky ring a with like pinky a... pinky ring. With like a, a... Who wears pinky rings? With an obsidian stone. I think I'm just upset about the idea of pinky rings. Well, if you remember... I don't. Like, so far, all the books we've read, like, whether it be the, the Foxworth clan or the Dollingangers or the Castiles, someone's always wearing a pinky ring. Like, there's always someone... I get There's it. always a man mentioned wearing it's a pinky like ring. It's like a symbol of a wealthy bit of some sort. It's, it's I also have, out, outdated. Sure, I feel like that was sure. Thing, yeah. I have never seen a man in my life wearing a pinky ring. I've seen it. Yeah, no, not in real life. Yeah, I'm talking real life. No. We but, do live in a semi-rural state, FYI. Rural. The rural juror state. I've never seen it. Um, no, but like, I think they put them on mobsters a lot. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen it in Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe they're um, all secretly Italian. Maybe it's an Italian thing. Is it like in a nod? Like someone has like a cannoli and like... A pinky ring. Eats a, pink, eats a pinky ring and has a cannoli. <laughs> Where's a cannoli? Eats a pinky ring. Woohoo! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Drake. Drake goes off to... Wait, what does Luke give Annie? I don't remember. He gives her a charm bracelet. Okay. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited that someone remembered. It was me. <laughs> It'd be a beret for being a painter. And um, then also he gives her like this like plate. Like he <laughs> found some pic he found like a picture of um Heaven and Logan during their um their wedding reception at Farthy 
that had the house in the background, and they like took it to someone to. There's some literally sort of, like, no reason for them to be obsessed. Plate. Oh god, dude, I would be obsessed if I knew there was I a castle that I hadn't been to that I had that some... you could have gone to. Yes, like, are you telling me that you wouldn't be obsessed with not going to a castle that was part of your family heritage? Hi, I'm part owner of this castle. Never go there, never speak of it. Yeah, of course they're obsessed. That's intrigue. Yeah, it's it's forbidden information and what we know about all VC Andrews. I'm in a forbidden castle. Situations is that forbidden things are obsessed over. Drake. Drake. Goes to have it. He parks his car in Harvard Yard. Packs his car in Harvard Yard. And he does, he calls um, Annie. And is like, yo, I drove past Farthingale Manor and it is falling the fuck apart. Yeah, wow, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a real fucking shit. It is a dump. <laughs> it's a, it's taking a big old dump on that uh, place. So Farthy's in disrepair. Yeah, and, and, and Annie's like, oh. Oh. I kind of really wish Thanks you didn't ru- actually check it out. Now, ruining that for me. I like really wanted to know what it looked like, but now I realize I don't want to know what it looks like. Now that I know it doesn't look like what I thought it looked like. So there's that, that, that's the beginning of like, oh, Farthy's in disrepair. Hmm. So, we'll find out. Because these are young adults, they got plans after school. Annie's going to Europe. She's taking, I think, a gap year to study. She does the art. She do art. Yeah, she's going to go study. Go study art, art, do some paint, do some paints and shit. Yeah. Which sounds Um, lovely. (laughs) I think we all need a year off to go study art in Europe. Luke is very like... He fucking hates his mom because she's very embarrassed by her, by her slutatious actions. Yes. If I can say that. Sure. Go ahead. Um, She's loose in the woman. bitch. I love the woman being a body part. She's loose in the woman. I guess she gets hammed and embarrasses him. I which... can't. Sorry, but it is really can't wait to like remember that as a thing and use it later. Loosen the woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> fair enough on Luke's part. Your mom's a fucking yeah. He's just like ball. he's cringed, cringed. At he her. is cringe embodied, and yeah. heaven is like just be here as much as you want to. I don't fucking care. Yeah, like hey, I know that like my mom's husband did like. Did on is your dad? Did on your mom? But also, like in her mind, she's like, but like my kid, my husband isn't her dad. So like, yeah, come on in. Like we have a whole fucked up situation. She's like, welcome. Fanny sucks. I know. I've seen. (laughs) I've seen. I'm well aware. I've versed. (laughs) Like fucking live here if you want to. Come over for dinner and breakfast every meal. So so I feel like they're doing a walk, and Luke is like pouty town. So just like. He's like, well, I got accepted to Harvard on a full ride, and not on Fanny's watch. She's like, fuck yeah. your bean town. Don't be bean town, rich people. So rude. So rude. So he like came home to his acceptance letter being shredded on his bedroom floor. Like she got drunk, read it, and just ripped it up. And that was that's horrible. I just feel so bad. This poor guy's like, ah, here's my mom. I took a screenshot. I, I picture. I took a picture oh. of a passage. Um, after the college acceptance, because they're talking, they're talking about their plans, and they're they're very upset they're going to be separated because they want to fuck so hard. Because they're very important figures in each other's lives, and they've been together since the day they were born, and they want to mash parts. Um, and they so... have feelings that are very complicated. <laughs> okay, I'll write to you all the time. 
but I'm sure after the first week you'll have yourself a Beantown girlfriend. How I wanted to tell him that I would always be his girlfriend, but how could I? We were brother and sister, and it seemed as if the whole world stood between us and what we really wanted, for I knew in my heart that he felt some of what I felt, and there was a part of both of us that cried and mourned and wished we could stay together forever and ever. You know, something I want to mention. I'm really upset that the last book ended with um, Heaven being sure that Troy was... Annie's father because that's all I felt like I was just waiting to get to the part where like Annie and Luke found out that they weren't brother and sister all right and yeah. like waited to get to the part where like Annie found out that Troy it was would have dad. been a much better kind of like I wanted it to still be a mystery for, yeah, yeah, for us yeah. the reader I was gonna and say you dear listeners right yeah like that because you know when we did um the the la- the, the prequel for yeah Olivia Town yeah for in the Dollinganger series, like, we didn't, like, Olivia, you didn't, Olivia Town. Yeah, like, you don't know that, like, Corinne isn't Olivia's child. That was under wraps for yeah, a while. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know, like. That is a fair point. Yeah, that shouldn't have been, like, it should have ended with, with, uh, having, like, looking at Annie and just being, like, whoever her father was, they would love it. Yeah, like, I'm gonna love her, and, like, maybe someday, like, the answer would come out or something. Like, it should have left up, left up. Hannibal Lecter left us shrouded in mystery because I was just like I was impatient to just get to the part where I was like okay they're yearning for each other what are they gonna find out it's okay instead of like Uh, P.S. spoiler not for a long fucking time yeah seriously like last sentences of the book or something like it was just but that distracted me because I was just wanting like yeah at some point they are just like they're breathing inches from each other's lips I feel like they're kind of constantly breathing. And this, by the way, as we read the prequel and the, to the sequel, there's a there's multiple points where pe- there's like breath being felt, and it's like I spun around. How can you spin around? I'm screaming. If someone is, you can feel their fucking breath on the back of your yeah, neck. Yeah, you, you would have elbowed the them nose. in the face. Yeah, you smash their nose, it would start bleeding. So they're breathing inches from each other's each other's lips to kiss, but they run away with their breathy whispers. <laughs> Like, I have had litosis. I'm not breathing near anyone's lips or nose. What the fuck is litosis? Halitosis. What the fuck is halitosis? It's like real bad breath. I got a tongue scraper, but it feels weird to do. You have real bad breath? I've never noticed. I stay pretty far away. You want to go kiss later? (laughs) Can I smell your mouth? I'm going to smell your mouth real quick. Breathe on me. (laughs) Come on. No, stop. This is for science. No, it smells fine. It smells like pizza rolls. It doesn't even. It was like it's like fine. I don't know what I don't know who told you this, but um, they're lying. My own mouth when I taste it after a cup of coffee. That's everyone's mouth after a cup of coffee. Um also Annie has genetic sad. She goes into these fugue states. I don't know if when this was written, as I grab grab it to look for the date of publication, did we know about the genetic component of like mental illness and chronic de- like m- chronic depression? Um, probably not as scientifically as we probably do. Probably so not. Just, 1989. Yeah. So I'm guess. I mean, I'm not a freaking historian when it comes to psychology, right. but I'm assuming that like that's just the writer being like she has clinical depression, but has but like. For us, the reader, it's just, like, the sads. Like, Troy had the sads. Yeah, but that would have been great to just think about and not really That would have been a great little teaser. (sighs) 
Okay. If we hadn't known. Whatever. You know that we're disappointed. I'm not going to try to like so hammer So she in. goes into like these like weepy sad states. Clinical depression. But it's also kind of sweet. She's like, sometimes I look at a baby bird and I just cry. And I can identify with that because same. <laughs> also clinical depression. <laughs> if I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I wish I was. I wish we had a sound I do have one. I don't know if I can use it right now, though. Uh, so she has a... Can I see if it works? Genetic sad. So here we are, 4,000 pages into the book, and we're at Fanny's birthday party. Unless there was anything else you remembered. I just want to see if this works. No, it doesn't work. Never mind. From Fanny's... Anything before Fanny's birthday party that you want to talk about? No, not really. Um, I didn't take a whole... Bu- like, my note-taking and, like, recall isn't... Wasn't as like detailed. It, as the last this couple of book books. did not make that impression on us, and I think it is because I was just you weren't that engaged. You weren't engaged. I was speed reading it t- to find out like the thing I already found out, and I wanted to know when they found it out. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Fanny's fortieth birthday party. Fanny's turning forty. Forty, um, fanny, forty, fanny. So here's what I'm gonna say. Already, already. Okay. So Luke is. He is, like, apprehensive about this because Fanny fucking parties on a weeknight. And has so many boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Loads of boyfriends. She wants to just get, like, hammed and fucked. Who doesn't? But also, you have a kid. So be there for them. So it's noted that Logan, like, knocks back a couple before Fanny's party. And this is the first little nugget we have of Logan being anything other than stalwart and having hard cheeks. And being like, just like there, like for, a rock. Like, I'm just a dad who's so I'm just great. Just a dad. Because um, like, yeah, he's freaking nervous going there because he doesn't want to go to like anything like fanny centric is gonna be buck. All eyes at this party are on fanny's titties. A hundred percent. And like, you know, like the stone walls aren't we're really that kind of family. They're they're they're, they're low key. They're okay. It, they're they're like more low key. Okay. I wouldn't you say went like low key. I would say they are refined, but they don't like, they're not like, we're refined. They're just like, eh, let's just so be normal. So let's take a break and think about Fanny's clitoral home. I imagine, again, living in a rural state. Not to mention it, don't stalk us if you want to. Um, red house, pink trim. So, no, I'm like, like, house, that's like I, I feel like this is a property we would be, we are familiar with. It's on, on land. Mm-hmm. There's, there's house on land. But it's like, and there's familiar. enough, there's room, you maybe have an acre or half acre, and her home, it knows she put up a stage, there's like shit, there's like rock and rollers playing. So I feel like <laughs> it's a house on land, mm-hmm. like a, maybe like a couple acres. Let yeah, me I'm revise. Really sure. I'm, I'm assuming that everyone I feel like in, there's, there's not much, there's houses nearby, but not super nearby. I just feel like everyone in Winterrow, if, unless they're like on the main drag, has at least a, 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 few, couple, a few acres okay. of land. In my mind of imagining. So all eyes are on Fanny's titties. She has a band playing. There's fucking drinks. And as soon as they walk in, she's like, woo! And Logan is like, somehow like just into Fanny's gross sexuality. I thought, I was picking up that he was like uncomfortable, but he didn't know. Oh. And that's why he got drunk, because he knew that she was going to like... Make a scene because she always like made things uncomfortable. Like He's like, I'm so helpless. Like, no, you're not. Set a boundary. Maybe that's, I mean, we're, this is 18 years after, like, 
the uh, fuckins? Eight, 19 years after, like... The fuckins? They drank several bottles of wine and did, and did horizontal mambo. A few. So, like, yeah, maybe he's got his own, like, freaking anxiety about that. He's just like, I just want to be drunk so that way I don't have to really deal with it. So, Fanny, like, grabs him and it's like, let's fucking dance! Yeah! And Logan, and so Heaven's like, oh, I'm cool. That's right. Let's eat some fucking food. Um, so she's like visibly irritated. And Logan is so like, he's so helpless about it. He's like, oh, you know, she's so crazy. Like, bitch, <laughs> it literally takes two to tango. It's true. But it's like, so her and Logan are dancing in like a crowd of all of he's Fanny's like, oh, boyfriends. He's like, so crazy. I don't and know he's just, happening. well, the thing is, he's just like a, basically a resident of Hammertown at this point. He's just like, I'm going with it. Because I know that she's going to pull me into ridiculous stuff, so I may as well be drunk, so that way I'm not as embarrassed if, right now. What if he wasn't? Why don't you just say, no thanks, and yeah, leave the fucking room? I don't know. I'm screaming at Logan, and he's not even real. I think that, I mean... Because Lo- Heaven was so clearly uncomfortable, and she's so cool and low-key. Yeah, she is. She was collected. All she wanted was to, like, make an appearance... And Have get the fuck out of there. And then get the fuck out. Yeah. Same. Um, so she at one point, there's a band, there's like a live band of Rocky Roll Towns, and <laughs> she makes her like, it's my birthday announcement, standing on a trash can. She's like, I'm 40. Hold up. Oh. Why is she standing on a trash can? So she can be no higher. Stand on that stage you built. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she wanted trash I love that it was like two of her boyfriends flipped over a trash can and helped her up on top of it. Noted. Fanny is ipso facto like garbage. Oh, wow. Yeah. She is on the trash can. So That's she makes where a she trash can speech. At that time. And it's like, it's my birthday. Um, and and I look fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> These are my titties. So they, Heaven's like, all right, we're going to go now. Yeah, Heaven has had enough. And she's Logan's like, like, we got to go. He's like, Let's stay. Logan wanting to stay is so ridiculously out of character for Logan that I was upset about it. Yeah, because he was... Because so, they talked about him having several drinks before they went there, and then he had, like, several more. So I'm picturing him, like, nine, ten drinks in. And we're talking, like... Hill drinks. Freaking, yeah, like, freaking hill drinks, moonshine, make you blind sort of stuff. Um, so that happens, and they're arguing. In the arguing about his behavior at the car. And Wait. then he's allowed to drive for some reason. Logan was driving? I feel like I thought Heaven was driving. No, oh, Logan was driving. Wow. Just my uh, speed read, glaze Half over. lean. <laughs> so way to crash the car and die, Logan. Hope it was worth it. Hope Fanny's titties were worth it. Wow. So yeah, they're like arguing at the car about like Logan's behavior and he's like, eh. And eh. then for some reason it's like, yeah, you're fine to drive even though we've like been told. We done been told. For like pages and pages now that you're drunk. And like... Of course, this like big storm opens up at the same time, and Annie's it's in the not, back. It's just not being just like, that he's drunk. There's also a storm. Also a storm, and Annie's in the back, just being like, "Ooh, my parents are fighting," and like, oh, "It's so stressful," and like, and Heaven's like, "You're going too fast. You're going too fast," and he's like, <laughs> "And so like, we're just like, okay, if we read the back one second, if we read of the one flap, sentence in on the back flap, then we know that this is a car accident. This like, oh, it happened because Logan was drunk. Nope." Apparently, there was just, like, a truck that was driving on the wrong side of the road, and it was an unavoidable crash. Not, not only, don't drunk drive. Yeah, don't. That could have just been it. Also with the storm, was it the drunk driving and the storm? Nope. Also, a third factor. 
Yep, to absolve anyone of any liability or anything. <gasps> oh, I just realized it's because Heaven and Logan have to be innocent victims. Ugh. Oh my god. Well, then why make him out to be such a monster right before? Just, it was just a bait and switch. And also, we don't find out what happens to that driver. And I felt. I don't care. Why do you care? I don't know. Like, they're just going to mention. No, I just want, like, it mentioned. Should he be like, jailed? No, I just, like, I don't know, like, if. Because we know Heaven and Logan basically drive, uh, die instantly. And, like, the last thing Annie hears is Logan, her dad, saying, like, Annie, Annie. Well, I hope her titties were worth it, Logan. Wow. Um, but apparently wasn't, it was no one's fault. Like, truck coming around a corner on the wrong side of the road for some reason. Maybe they were drunk, too. Yeah, I don't like, I was saying, like, what happened to that driver? Did they find out that, like, that person had fallen asleep? I just wanted more, like, information because we've been led to believe, like, leading up to that, it was going to be Logan's fault for being a drunk driver in the rain. It was Logan's fault for being a drunk driver in the rain. And I feel like Heaven could have, you know, dodged that one. Anyway, so so Annie wakes up in the hospital. For some reason, it took me a bit to realize that that was Tony that was there at her bedside. Wow. I don't know why. Probably because I was like, this fucking book. She um, was in a coma for like a day or something. And he returns. He's instantly creepily stroking Annie's hair. Yep. It, ooh, he like shows it, up all it, frazzled. It begins. Yeah, Tony is in Frazzletown. He is like rumpled suit. Rumpletown. rumpled suit, shitty hair. Blah. Yeah, but he is stroking hairs. Hundred percent. He steals some corpses. What? He's like, I I know that your mother would have wanted to be oh in the Tatterton Cemetery. She would not have. She was. <laughs> he just meant general. Just in general, she goes around. I was like, how did I miss that? <laughs> I'm just saying, heaven would have wanted to be have, have had her final resting place in the hills. 100% with, like, Granny Annie and right. her mother. Like That was so tender to her, but she's going to yeah. go into the Farthingale Tatterton Cemetery. Yeah. Nope. Steal some corpses. Why the um, fuck does it go Farthingale, by the way, if it's... The Tatterton... I, yeah, why I is don't it know. Manor? Maybe we'll find out as we, re, as we get tangled in the web um, of dreams. Remember. So, she... Uh, so she wakes up and she's like, ah, Tony's there. And he's like, ugh, hair, ugh, hair. And, oh, <laughs> and, and he's like, uh, I'm kind of paralyzed. What's this shit? I'm lightly And paralyzed. then Tony's just basically like, hello, my God, I love you. Let me take care of you. Come let me party. You. But first, let's go to a better hospital in, in Boston. And Drake, and then Drake the- is like, no, Heaven would have wanted this because Tony's a businessman. Because I talked to Tony for like a minute and now I'm going to have a better future. 100! 100! Heaven would not have wanted you to do that. No. Upset we him. know this. We know, know this, this, dear listener. Mm. So he's like, no, I insist. <clears throat> so then they go to, like, they just like airlift. Annie. She is a private nurse and is very ugly. Yeah, Miss Broadfield. She's very She's ugly. horrid. And she is also like the linebacker type trope. Oh, oh, quote. I wondered why a nurse would have such a poor complexion. What? People get zits. God damn it. So if you're a nurse, you have good skin or else you're a bad nurse. No. And you're a bad person. No. Um, and then there's like some bullshit. Like she's at the hospital, this hospital for like a week. And then like there's some bullshit about her mental and emotional injuries well so there's like tony has like dreamy far off hand holding he like he'll like hold her hand and like get into a fugue state and just be like 
So it starts now. It starts like right the fuck now. That oh, Tony, he like, shows up creeping. He's sl- he's like slip. He'd be slipping mm-hmm. in his brain holes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, come on, dude. So um, Drake is like, you don't seem happy. You're all paralyzed up. What's up with that? <laughs> what the fuck? And so she's like, I'm gonna miss my graduation. My parents are dead. Yeah. Like sidebar, well, my like parents the other, are dead. Like that was the first one. Then graduation, and then like oh, but like and like Luke was gonna be the val- is the valedictorian yeah. is gonna do a speech. She's, I'm yeah, miss that. hospital. She has her private nurse like on guard at all times yeah, to not insane. like on guard for her to not be upset while also being a very upsetting person. Hundred percent. She's very stingy with right. the magazines. It is noted. It is she's brusque. She's brusque and stingy. She. It's such a fucking weird detail. I couldn't handle it. Mm. Other nurses and vol- the nice volunteers would come be like, oh, you got the newest fucking People magazine? Yeah. And she would like, note. Yeah. Who took it. Make a list. She would have her little library so that we know she's ugly and we hate her. So, bad person. Oh, weird. Um, stingy with the magazines. Um, oh, Tony is like, I brought you some silken nightgowns. Yeah. And jas- this jasmine perfume was laying about. Yeah, you should probably wear this. It's fine. Mm. It's good. It'll it make you feel pretty. They smell like other people that I also wanted to have diddles with. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Fanny rolls up and is loud and in- and loud and loud. Um, but like, also like like legitimately up. Like they know yeah. they note that like she's kind of like her mood is different, even though she's still like boisterous and fanny like she's also like legitimately shook about this stuff but fanny knows about tony and lee correct yeah she yeah yeah. she she knows that tony was lee's father and she's going on about like wait oh she knows that tony was heaven's father because of yeah the lee humpins yeah lee humpins she kind of goes into this like she's like you know what i think i need to move into your house who gives a fuck like, there's a lot of her being like, I think I need to do this. Is it okay? Like, but if she's 18, ownership of all the probate goes to her. Yeah, I think, honestly, Fanny, like... She stepped immediately up. Yeah, yeah, like, she, like, got fucking checked at this. And she was like, holy shit, like, yeah, like, I was never cool to my sister because I was jealous and, like, life is too short. Like, this was an amazing person that got wiped out and, like... Annie, I just want to go stay at your house to make sure that, like, it's going to be comfortable for you to come home in. Like, yeah. I want to watch over things. But she, like, is, like, I think that heaven would have wanted that. Do you think that? But, like, my kind of point was, like, well, legally speaking, everything goes to Annie. Yeah. She's 18. So, like. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Fanny was saying, like, she would want me to have the house. But, like, okay. she would want me to be there for you because I'm, like, your last surviving family member. And, like. Shit, like I fucked up for a long time and I wasn't cool. Like, let me try to do better. Which was Annie lovely. Annie is very upset about not being there for Luke's valedictorian speech and jo- drowns in her feelings. Yeah, so she gets called. Um, she should Luke- talk to Luke by phone. Yeah, she call, uh, Luke calls her, whatever. She talks talk to Luke by the phone, phone, as they, they say. <laughs> and Luke reads the his speech, he, which has to do with like acknowledging in public. He publicly acknowledges that, that Logan, Logan was his father. Even though everyone fucking knows it. Yeah, but it was like hush hush, and he was like, whatever. Like, I'm proud. He was a, he was a Stand good dude. dude. Yeah. Fine. 
And um, but then she gets upset, and then fucking Mrs. Broadfield is like, "No more phone for you. You have emotional and mental problems, and that's why you can't heal correctly." Like, like, oh yeah, you have like physical problems, but also mental problems. Your brain. And also, Troy. I'm screaming now. Troy was having like secret doctor meetings. Tony. Tony was having secret doctor meetings. She's a legal adult. Mm -hmm. So this is. Like, if you aren't already cringing, this is, like, where my, like, skin was starting to, like... Like, I'm grabbing my, my shoulders right now. Like, I, my, uh, I was starting to crawl. Because why is the doctor having secret chit-chats with Tony? Because he's fucking rich. Because he's a rich white man. That's why. She's a legal Spoiler adult, really. and this is her own care. Like, there should be no chitter... Ch- there should be no secret chitter-chats. Not at all. Um, so she drowns in her feelings. Again, this kind of like soap opera nod to to like genetics with regard to mental health. Mm-hmm. So she has genetic sad and uh, it's like a soap opera style like nature versus nurture even though she was brought up completely different because she has Troy's sad genetics. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which, um, you know what? Mental health issues can come out of nowhere. So the doctor comes in and he's like, all right, no feelings allowed. Yeah, like you, we're just going to keep you sedated and chilled out. And then at the end of the week, you can go to Farthy. And then Tony's like, here, I bought you this like wicked nice wheelchair. It's like like a leather settee. And he, uh, I hate the jasmine perfume stuff so much. Yeah, seriously. I I also just like don't really enjoy that smell. So I'm like, well, I don't like jasmine tea. I don't know if I've ever smelled a jasmine perfume. So it's like that gross kind of like gross pedophiliac kind of predatoriness. But also jasmine, you don't like the smell. Okay. I know. So I'm just like, I, I'm really like, I like read and my nose is inundated with like a phantom smell of ugh. So Troy's like, we're going to take you to Farthy. Tony, I'm sorry. Tony says, we're going to take you to Farthy. I got like a big fucking house and you're going to recuperate and I'm going to spend money on you. Maybe molest you later. Um, and also, oh, Farthy's amazing. Yeah, it's so opulent. It's awesome. So, um, and then he's like, here, take this dressing gown. It was one of Heaven's favorites. La, 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 la. Twinning. You guys are like twinning. Um, and they embrace. And she's like, I thought that Tony wouldn't let me go. Big old honking. It's like that. There's a Twitter account. It's like the racist dog, and it like retweets things that are racist, and it's like woof woof woof. So that was me. It was like, it's like for creepy incest tinge stuff. It's like woof 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 woof. I can say woof anytime that I'm on incest adjacent. Like woof heckin woof. <laughs> like Tony helping her out of the car, but holding her quote unquote like a bride. Yeah, that, and, and like it's noted that other people are like. What are you doing? Watching. And they're like, you're going to put her in the wheelchair? And he was like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because Annie was like, why does it feel like I'm about to be carried over a threshold? Like, she doesn't know, but we know. She doesn't know. You know, dear. You know. So it's a dump. Like, she shows, like, he's just being like, it's a, like, oh, my God, farthy. All the servants. They're the same servants, and they're 1,000 years old. Literally. Except for... Annie's uh, personal maid, who is young but ugly. Her name is Millie, and she's described as... Here, I, 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 got, I, got, I took a picture of this description. I wrote it down. Oh, you wrote it down. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, she's described as a rather plain-faced woman with, full brown, with dull brown eyes, mm-hmm. a rather round chin, and puffy cheeks. 
I imagine that because she was cursed with a dumpy body, a small bosom, and hips so wide they made her look like a church bell, she was doomed to be a domestic servant. Doomed. The fuck? What? Like, that... That's such negative shit that we don't need to know. Like, there's a lot of body shaving in these DC Andrew books, and it's just unnecessary. Like, it it doesn't do anything for the plot. Like, like this was a kind, very sweet maid. I feel like the phrase dumpy comes in quite a bit more than you would think, dear listener. Yeah, like, what? Dumpy. Why? One who is taking dumps. Um, Like, is her just, like, saddlebags are full of shit? So she looked fucking gross. Which it was so... In- <laughs> and also, usually, like, if someone's like, ugly, they're also a dick. But, like, she was really kind. Like, but... But she also was not... Was not... Uh, she didn't wasn't long for Farley. So True. that's why she... Her, her character exited pretty quick. Yeah, so, so she like, was what up- was the point of her? Um... That's a great question. Yeah, like Annie was like, "Hey, can you send this letter to like, my, yeah, I'm my to Luke? It, I'm going to give it to Mr. Tetterton." And she's like, "Sure, yeah, I'll like bring it down there." And then the next day, they're like, "Oh, we fired." By the way, mm. by the way, Drake is up Tony's asshole twenty four seven. Yep, twenty four seven because Tony, in true Tony fashion, is like, "You're going to be such a VP. You're a VP to the max, eighty style." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah." He's also so much like Tony, he's now giving questionable kisses. He, like, gives, like, he'll give Annie, like, a smoocher that, like, brushes her lips. I, I, first of all, I don't give hugs and kisses. But second of all. I disagree. I get them. I've never, I've never given you a a kiss on the cheek that brushed your lips. That's true. And I'm upset about it. (laughs) That's so far outside the realm of acceptable behavior. Yeah, and. A lot, like, a theme of smoochers in the Castillo series is, like, someone will do something, either with a smoocher or, like, a hand, hand touch. Drive. And, hand drive, baby. And, it, and the, whoever is the narrator is like, it lingered longer than I expected. Everything's always lingering. <laughs> Last, like, Dollinganger is all about the lurking. Castile's all about the lingering. Lurk and linger. The old lurk v. linger uh, question. <laughs> she, and, then, and then he, like, cajories her up and is like, just take this God time. <laughs> take this time. And she's like, yes, bring me some Harvard courses. Just dial them up. Bring mm-hmm. them to me. Um, so here we are at the point where... Uh, oh, her nurse is fucking weird. And it's like, it's like, she's a bath. She has a bath and it's like, it's, it's, ass, it's, it's boiling hot. It's very sh- reminiscent of Heaven's Bath with Kitty. And, but she's asked like, doesn't it feel good? So, <laughs> so. Kitty basically just spiked her phone off my coffee table. I'm going to tell you that this is the point where I tell you. <laughs> This is the point. I'm ready. Where this book is is the experience of being gaslit. Yeah. Doesn't oh that my gosh, feel yes. good? And like your skin and combined with so everything that she's like, this kind of fucking hurts, and they're like, it's there. Doesn't it feel good? Don't you feel good? But in her inner monologue, she's like, it was very painful. Yeah. But then she's like, I guess it was okay. Yeah. And also, 
everything that Tony does that is creepy, if you, if you've ever felt vulnerable, I hate to say that if you were assigned female at birth, you may have had an experience where you questioned something. Whether or not something was okay. Something, someone bumped into you in a weird way that was like, oh, was that okay? I must be overreacting. I guess that was okay. Mm Mm-hmm. It's that again and again and again. And and she was like, (laughs) combined with her physically being confined and disabled. So everything was to that max where it's like, he was fucking creepy, but I guess it was okay. Yeah, like, again and again and again. I really did appreciate the fact that he seemed to care about me. Ouch, baby. I'm so sorry. No, he cared. He definitely did something that made me feel extremely physically uncomfortable, and I set a clear boundary, and he disregarded it. But it was for my best interest. Like, this this is why. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't handle this. Yeah. So it was, if you wish to know, if you are fortunate enough that you've never experienced this in your life and you wish to know what it's like, you're going to want to read, uh, what, what are we reading here? Uh, Gates of Paradise by V.C. Andrews. If you want to know what being um, gaslit is like. It was rough, man. Um, bring me some Harvard courses. Troy spotted, because he might just be... Oh, yeah, but Annie sees, like, a slender figure at the graves, which she can, like, conveniently see from her window. She can conveniently see the the graveyard that we've never known about until this time. Yeah, because these were also Heaven's rooms. Like, Annie was in Heaven's suite of rooms. Also, yeah, and, like, but, I mean, true Tony fashion. They've Um, been refurbished, but are also dusty. Her room wasn't. I don't know, but basically (laughs) everything is... (laughs) Picture farthy from the past, but like falling apart and dusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the graveyard that we've never known about is very visible. Yeah. And Annie's like, who's she's this like, she, first, <gasps> for also, <gasps> she's like, can I go to my parents' graves? And they're like, you know, eventually. Yeah, she's like, I'm really I'm, kind of I'm, upset that I missed the service. And they're like, we'll have a service specially for you. She's like, they're my fucking parents and they're fucking dead. And they're like, but you're. No emotions allowed. And emotional problems are why you can't walk. And then she's like, hey, I've been feeling some tingling. And they're like, that's in your head. (sighs) And then Tony's like, oh, my God, yeah, we'll let you go to the gravesite on Friday. Which, like, again, it's, I feel like we as the reader have also been gaslit, like, yeah, it's, like, very, it's very confusing. It's murky, t- it's misty, yeah, it's like, filmy, time is filmy. Like, she, they're like, she was like, oh, it was forever, but like two days after she gets there, they're like, yeah, well, like, the doctor's coming tomorrow, and he'll let you know if it's okay for you to go to the gravesite, which we'll do, like, the next day. So we, the reader, know it's Troy. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a man, she's like, Because be they talk about, like, a keeper. slender man who looked upset, and we're like, well, we know who the slender... He's always in a blouse, okay. <laughs> oh, it's a gazelle in a blouse? I'm pretty sure that's true. Trony. Did you notice they gave Rye Whiskey an aggressive black scent? I hated it. So, he never in any previous... No! Has it been a dooza gaza booza buzzle? I hated it. It was so fucking unnecessary. Like, he was just a person who haven't talked to before. And then for some reason in this book, it's Song of the South. And I don't... Why? I can just feel like... I know there's only one writer after V.C. Andrews passed away. But it's like there's like a team of people writing and no one is talking to each other. (laughs) 
like, <laughs> it's that big drum that he's just pulling stuff out of. Yeah, it's uh, a black scent. Okay. It's a giant uh, bingo Race. bingo. Yeah, tumbler. Uh, with... Racist trope. Okay. Yeah. It... Uh, it didn't add to the story. You know, like if it had already happened, it would have been like eye roll, yeah, okay. Right, but like right. the fact that they added it in the fourth book is the kind of goozer goza goza. Was um, so stupid. <laughs> So it's noted that have, uh, Annie is having hysterical pain. Hysterical pain. What does that mean? Like, um, hyster, like hysterectomy is like, hyster yeah. is like female. Yeah, so, so they like just mean hysterical. like she's being, she's being a lady who's upset that her she's fucking family She's being dramatic died. about her paralysis. Um, <laughs> Which is not okay, apparently. Troy is like losing it hard. Tony. Tony's losing it hard. <laughs> it's been lost. Tony sets. Tony is losing it, but it's done been lost already. Yeah. He's like, would you like these dresses? They were heaven's dresses. It was just, he was like, I think that you should wear this dress to your parents' memorial. It was your mom's. And she's like, like, I have dresses, though. I'd rather, I'd rather wear my own. And he's just like, no. Oh, I think we glossed over the therapeutic rubbins. Her nurse, like, rubs her hard and is red and sweating after I didn't really, like, I didn't take much from that. I think that I did because Annie was so, like, oh, I didn't like this. And she was so aggro and, like, mean to me about it. I think she also didn't like it because, like, she could feel some of it, but no one believed her. Okay. But I, I'm true. pretty sure that, like, um, like a physical therapy sort of situation for someone who's... Because that happened in... Uh, the last not-prequel Dollinganger book also with Geraldine... It's like, yeah. that's, that's something you have to, like, work oh, the muscles. Oh, I know, to and, keep it supple. Yeah, um, that, well, like, just to make sure that, like, the muscles no don't... Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was still, like, very, like, she like, I was not comfortable, and they were telling me, like, this feels great for you. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, and then, meanwhile, she's like, hey, Tony, like, I feel like shit. Because she tried on the dress, and then she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know until I saw myself, like, how much of an actual piece of shit I look like. And then Tony's like, oh, I, you know what? I can get I'm going to get a hairdresser up in here. Just give me a little trim. And she's like, sure, a trim, I guess, would be nice. And he's like, and you know what? You should dye your hair blonde. Woof, woof, Silver woof, and blonde. Woof, and she's woof, like, woof, 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 woof. And then she's like, but I don't really want, don't want to. That. And he's like, no, but it'd be amazing. And I think it'd be so good. Like, you're not going to feel better unless you feel pretty. I feel like she says it multiple times. I specifically do not want to dye my hair. Yep. And then they sure, get. I acquiesce to this hairdresser, but I specifically do not want to dye my hair. Yeah, she's like, okay, fine. Like I, like I give. I think that I will feel better if I get pampered a little bit, and like I. I give questionable consent to this, sure. And so then, like Tony gets the, this hairdresser named Renee, who like they basically just describe as like de- describe describe as like a flamboyant gay man with a fake Parisian accent, which I live I live I live for. But when he gets there, he's just like, oh, so we're, we're dying your hair, all this right? stuff. And just, she's like, I wasn't going to dye my hair. And then he's like, oh, no, no. Uh, Mr. Tatterton, he told me other things. I was really prepared to do this. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, okay, whatever, fine. So she gets bullied into dyeing her hair. Which is messed up. Like, And she's like, just feeling like, do I want to? I, like, I want to be myself, though, when I show up at my parents. But you know what? I, re- I saw this picture of my mom at the stable. When she had blonde hair, and then a picture of my grandmother at the stable when she had blonde hair, and like, you know what? Sure. I maybe I will feel more connected with my 
with my mother if I dye my hair because she was my age. You can't see my face, dear listener, but I'm very upset about this. She's shaking. She's shaking. She's upset. Mm. Yeah, that that was... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was clear about wanting to like have her own identity. Mm. (laughs) Um, So that happens. Annie's very dramatic about a chairlift being installed and she's like, what? But then she's like, oh, I guess it was cool. Like, yeah. it's, it's like a very dramatic scene. And she does a chairlift down to, like, a second wheelchair. And she's like, oh, that was cool. There was, like, a lot of dramatics. Well, I, think, I think that kind of also speaks to the fact that she had been gaslit about, like, things she couldn't do herself. Like, it was really weird. They were like, no, you're not actually feeling feelings in your legs. But then they were like, no, but you c- can do this. And she's like, just like, what is, what is the right thing? So she did get herself out of her wheelchair into the chairlift and down. And then uh, Drake was down there being like, ah, your first maiden voyage, astronaut Annie. <laughs> That's a great Drake voice. I enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, all through this, by the way, she keeps, through her nebulous time at Farthy, Yeah, like at 48 hours. <laughs> her 72 years at Farthy. She's like, can someone call Luke? I really would like to see him. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And she's like, Luke, but Luke needs to be here for this service. Like, you know, that is his father, too. And like, he was close to my mother. Like, he needs to be here. It's always like someone called him. Right. And they're like, yeah, we left a message at his dorm. He's in dorm town. Well, Drake said specifically, like, oh, I went to see him. And he was like, his tongue was down some other co-ed's throat. And like, oh, oh, he went off to a picnic this day. And like, I called, but they were already gone. Like, it was just bullshit. She gave Millie the Ugly Maid a letter, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to give this to Mr. Tatterton. Spoiler alert, he didn't send that. Yeah, the next day, he's like, oh, she's been dismissed. She's like, what about my yeah. letter? He's like, what letter? She sucks. She I, must, I told you that she didn't do a good job. She must have forgotten it. The nurse's true colors uh, are exposed. Um, Annie goes uh, voyaging out, and she finds Jillian's quarters. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty much like described. It's basically never been like really like her creams are everywhere, but but it's like dusted to the gods. Like it's not everything's in disarray, but it's also super clean. Like it's been like kept up. Yeah, Tony which definitely is goes crazy. There. Yeah, um, puts on a nightie, passes out. The nurse finds her and is like, "No, no, no one's supposed to come in here. You're fucking crippled." <laughs> like. Like, that was the title of that chapter. Crippled? It's true. Right? She's like, you're fucking crippled. <laughs> and then she's like, Tony, fire this fucking asshole. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, that's not what happened. Oh, no, you know what happens? <laughs> what does happen? My notes are already done. Um, so, so she, Annie's like, I fucking hate this nurse. And I hate her so much. And she's like, here's your fucking boiled chicken breast. And she's like, no, give me something rye whiskey, mate. I fucking <gasps> That's like- right. And she is poisoned by fried chicken. She is poisoned by fried fucking chicken. She's poisoned by mashed potatoes. It's funnier to say fried chicken. I know. She's poisoned by fried chicken. So she's laid up. And she's like, oh, I'm fucking... She- yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So she's, she's like, like, shit. She literally... No, 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 she- no, 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 no. <laughs> so she says to the nurse, she's like... She's like, I'm not eating this fucking bland ass shit. And she's like, but you need to, doctors. And she's like, no, I'm not eating this. You bring me something with a fucking flavor in it. Yeah, she's like, I have have eaten other stuff already. Why do I need to have this Can I get some nice tasting food? Rye needs to make my food. He may have a black scent, but he can't cook. Um, So... 
So then it's like, fine, I will bring it to you, but I will not help you if anything happens. And so Annie, like, fully shits herself. Yeah, she's like, she shits herself. <laughs> and then the and nurse, nurse is like, like, I guess I told you that I wasn't going to help like, you. Oh, you poor thing. You must be so embarrassed. You must be embarrassed by your choices. Choices. Fucking not okay. And then she like, she talks to her. She has to like beg. She has to like beg for help to the bath to clean up, to get a new nightgown. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but she talks to Rye and Rye's like, no, I like made it. It's just thing. my food. Because the nurse is like, you shouldn't eat this. And she's like, this literally never happened before when I ate this kind of food. Like, I want to talk to Rye about this. Yep. And she does end up talking to him. And he's just like, no, but like I, he's like, maybe it was your medicine in the mashed potatoes. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, like, well, like, I, I walked never... by and I saw she's this like, Rodfield like mixing something into the tates. And she said, that's how you take your medicine. And then Annie's like, oh, okay. Okay. I never take my medicine that way. No, I don't. So she's fired. Um, so she was one. Which I was actually surprised that Tony did that because I was assuming that like he had her as part of his gaslighting. Like she just was like a whole separate bad person. Yeah, which she is was like not oh, involved. Man. Yeah, like she just happened to also be a, a shitty gaslighter. So lucky for Tony. So within this one second time span, um, the nurse gets fired, and then Annie's like Tony. I can stand! And he's like, the fuck you can? And, like, wings her walker, like, out the window. Yeah, yeah he, like, she wakes up the and, like, there's, you are. there's no walker, no wheelchair, she can't get to it. And he's like, shush, shush, have some sedatives. And then Tony's like, He, hey. like, rams sedatives down her throat hole. And, and he's, he's like, like, you know you what? You had a trying day. I'm going to, like, I got, I got another nurse coming, don't worry. But until then. Don't worry, I got another I'll nurse. I'll be your nurse. So here's where I walked away. It was page uh, 296, The Bath. And I feel, I'm so fucking uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Because she's like, she's like, please, I'm a grown woman, and this is making me actually uncomfortable. And he's like, it's fine. And his, like, fingers graze her breast, helping her in the bath. And she's like, I'm saying to you multiple times, this is making me uncomfortable, and I'm trying to set a boundary with you. And he's like, you're, like, swallowing vomit right now. Yeah. It's so bad. I, like, my soul is dry heaving right now. I'm trying to find, what did I say, 296? Ugh, page 296. Oh! No, 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 no. You can't With, eat my thing. Okay. Sparrow. Get that fucking cat out of here while I, I read this page. I love okay. Her. So, anyway, Tony, I said softly as I could when he returned, I'm a grown woman now and I need my privacy. Boundary. Yeah. Thank you, Annie. Good job. Boundary. Because at this point, she started to just be like, I'm going to speak up for myself because this feels fucking weird, everything. No, 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 no. You mustn't worry about those things now, he said. And anyway, this is all as the doctor instructed. Well, how would would she know? She's just a woman. She has no agency. I didn't know how to reply. He turned off the water in the tub and smiled down at me. Time to go in, he said. Once you're in, I'll let you wash yourself, he offered. Uh, I just want to make sure you don't slip and bang yourself against the tub. It's like making her second guess. Like, oh, shit. All right, you're right. I could, actually. That's a medical thing. Mm. Um, Look, I'm just looking out for you. I mean, trigger warning if you've ever been... With great reluctance, I lifted my nightgown over my body. He took it from me and brought his hands under my arms. Inevitably, inevitably, his fingers touched the sides of my naked breasts. No one but my parents, and no one but my parents and doctors and nurses had ever seen me naked before, much less touched me. He didn't seem to notice. It was like maybe I imagined it. He didn't seem to notice. 
<laughs> I can feel recoiling. Uh, he brought his arm under my legs and lifted me in the water, lowering me slowly until the bubbles hid my nudity. I felt terribly helpless, more like an infant than an invalid. Tone, there he said. See how easy that was? Here, he added, offering me a washcloth. I'll just go out and straighten up the bed while you bathe. About ten minutes later, he returned. You want me to scrub your back? I'm an expert at that. Um, just so you know, that is not the first time he will say that. So he's basically or not saying, the last he, time, he, so he says he used to do it to heaven. Really? I couldn't imagine mommy permitting him to do so. Oh, an absolute expert, he said, and took the cloth from my hands, positioning himself on the rear of the tub. You have the same smooth, graceful neck, Annie, he oh. said, moving the cloth down my shoulders gently and the same dainty feminine shoulders, shoulders that can tease and torment the strongest men. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? I'm, now I'm just kind of scanning down the page. Moments later, I also felt his breath against me. Not Nurses don't do that. If you have a nurse that does that, that's wrong. Yeah, call, call their boss. Call their call, boss. Call the police. Call the police. Call, just call the police. I felt his breath against me, and when I gazed in the mirror across from us, I saw that his eyes were closed, and he was holding his head as though he were inhaling me. I felt a chill of terror rush through me. Same girl. Yeah, you literally also me. Uh, Tony, I said, putting my hand over his. I can finish up now, thank you. What? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is the point where I was like, I, I just... It was, it was that she was so fucking clear. Mm-hmm. This is making me uncomfortable. Please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, like, you. what if you hurt yourself? And she's like, oh, shit. I am, I am a cripple. Okay, cool. Hang around in case I knock my head. And then he's like, but let me... Wash you. your back. Like, you, like your dead mother liked. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what, reader? Maybe you shouldn't read this book. Reader, dear reader, dear Please listener, don't. don't read this book. Just Please. listen to this. Just and, listen. Don't read. Cause it's and, like, upsetting. just, like appreciate the fact that we already did it and you don't have to okay so we're past that and when we click back in who shows up timothy brothers oh my fucking god <laughs> well like at this point like did <laughs> annie like took her she real she was oh, like yeah. I'm, she's like i'm fucking like i I'm am out. going i am going and she took she went to the, the chair left the chair left went down got in a different wheelchair and just like <laughs> was like i'm going to the grave by myself fuck all y'all and that's when she was like, oh, it's the man. Because she had asked Rye Whiskey, like, Who's hey, that groundskeeper guy? Hey, tell me about the groundskeeper. Who's the one that's, like, slender? And he was like... And a blouse. Oh. <laughs> He's blousey and, like, antelope and, like, hair down to here, maybe. <laughs> and confirm, confirm, dear listener, hair to the ears. Yep. And Rye Whiskey was like, uh, all, fucking guy. like conveniently, know. all the groundskeepers are short and stocky. So that's you right. must be wrong. Maybe it's one of them spirits. It's going to get a little high. Zatarans. Zatarans. Oh, no, you're dead in Zatarans. I'm a corpse. Uh, <laughs> I forget how he... So she, like... I also... I know she's only paralyzed from the waist down temporarily. They have us note. But I imagine her in like a button chair and just like, thing, like, like around and through the no, maze. No, she was maybe. wheeling with her arms. Okay, I like to imagine like an aggressive joystick. Well, she talked about how she was wheeling with her arms. Wheeling. And then she meets the the 
the mystery man and he's like, I'm I'm Timothy Brothers. <laughs> I don't, you're, I, you're so you were like on the grand camp. Yeah, I like I texted Katie with like you know like the uh, the affect of of a text where you like do every other letter like a capital and it's wrote I'm Timothy, Timothy Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> and for some, you also sent me like that Seinfeld in the puffy shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. Just picture Jerry being like, I'm not okay with this look. <laughs> But we do know that Antelope Troy embraces it. He's always in a puffy it's his blouse. Look. Um, look. And he's like, uh, that sounds fucking weird. Maybe you... And he's great to Annie because also he knows it's like his fucking kid. Um, he's, got, he's got thoughts. He's got thoughts. And he's like... And she's like, yeah, I thought I felt my feeling in my legs coming back, but maybe I was wrong. He's like, no, that sounds fucking cool. Let's do it. Yeah, he like takes her through the maze to his cottage, or they maybe go and... I don't know. They get to they, the cottage. They get to the cottage. Yeah, 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 somehow. I don't remember if it was maze way or like outside. But he's that's a another contra- thing that's weird. Like we learned, we learned like the first time that like heaven went through the maze. That like there's a way to like not have to go through the maze to get to the cottage. Thank you. And then the, the never that, again. Never again is that mentioned that you can get to the cottage outside the maze. But then I'm like. But how you could just go around the maze, support right? Te- Wait, yeah, like just, just go around the maze. Yeah, if like there's an exit, you just go around the perim. Like, why do you have to go through the maze? We really found out you don't have to go around the perineum of the maze. Because um, I thought it was so, weird that Evan always went through the fucking maze if it wasn't through the cellars. At some point, the maze ends. I mean, I mean, is it surrounded by like walls? Anyway, so it's basically in contrast to everything Tony is. Troy's yeah. like. Hey, that you sound like you've gone through some trauma, but like it's really fucking cool. You're getting some feeling back, and make sure you embrace that and and go for it. And thumbs up for everything. And Annie's like instantly comfortable with Troy. Like she's like, I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know why he felt very paternal to me. Which again, had we not known, that would have been like, oh, oh is that is that is, a thing? Is he is he your dad? We already fucking knew. Um. Yeah, so like they get to the cottage and Annie's like, this place is so like cozy and yeah. nice and I feel relaxed. And he's like, let's chat. She's like, in my week here. It's only been a fucking week. Yeah. It's only been a week that and she's this been is, there. We're like over two thirds into the book yeah, at this point. We're at like, oh, clo- we are apexing. Yeah. We're on the down slope of that when you are learning about that in school, when they do the apex. <laughs> we're on the down slope. Mm-hmm. We're on the down slope of this. So I, I just have all caps. It has only been a week. Yeah. 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 Um, Time doesn't make sense in B.C. Andrews novels. I also wrote legs for some fucking reason. Oh, um, oh. Because he had long legs? I don't know. So they were talking about how he like, sat in a rocker by the fire with his hands behind his head. Much like the thing. But she didn't even like, notice at that time, like, which was crazy. But she did notice the cottage was the cottage. She did. She did. Um... In my notes app, I noted, oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> because because Tony tries to do a rapins. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, P.S. He does try to do a rapins. Oh, when she's in the cottage with Troy, by the way, she takes, like, a couple steps. Yeah, yeah. And that was amazing. Contrast. But then she, like, gets back and everyone's, like, pissed. And that's when she doesn't have her wheelchair or walker anymore. Is it, like, yeah. I, 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 it's, like, yeah. so uncomfortable. Like, mm. They're like, you wore yourself out. You don't know what you're doing. How, they like, like a, like a dog, they just like stroke some sedatives down her throat. Constantly. And then she's like, maybe I dreamed that he was standing over my bed fucking jerking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, 
uh, recoiling, just mm-hmm. recoiling. So then it happens. Um, also noted the pants of his pajamas were a little baggy. I don't know what that means. Did he have a boner and it went away? Um, there is a rescue thing. Jesus. Yeah, he totally is just like, oh my God, heaven, oh my God, Lee. And then she's like, stop it, stop it, it, stop it. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's upsetting. Yeah, um, and that part is sad when you like lose your mental health, but like also he's been a creeper. Yeah, oh, he done been a creeper. Creeper. Um, she meets Troy one time and he's like, this sounds a little fucked up and why did you dye your hair blonde? Yeah, like, oh, Tony, uh, uncle. So to the rescue, he calls Fanel and Ding Dong. Yeah, because, um, the the next day after this shit happened, um... Yeah, Luke, Luke is there. Yeah, Annie wakes up and she hears that, like, Luke is outside trying to come in because she, she finally got... so Tony, hold on, Tony tries to do a rape-ins and she, like, somehow forces him off. He doesn't do the rape-ins, thank Jesus. He doesn't do the rapins, but she like forces or like yells in his face or like hits him in the face and is like, stop. Yeah, and then he's just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like he like kind of comes back to it and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. ugh, and he scuttles off. He's like a little guilty crap. Oh, so I guess it was before she took the the stair chair down. No, and it out. was after because because it was after she talked to Troy. Troy called Fanny and Luke. Yeah, no, but um, I'm looking for it. No. No, because uh, she, I think it was on her way out to, like, the, the cemetery. Not, she's, she I, stopped by Tony's office and used the phone and tried to call that's Luke. That's right. And that was the time that, like, the message actually got through because someone actually his fucking called hand, him. His hand, uh, with great disadvantage, oh, wait. Without the full strength of my lower body, I was at a great disadvantage. Tony, stop. Stop. His hand moved up my waist to my breast, and he moaned with pleasure. Oh, my Lee, my Lee, I broke free. Uh, let's see. I was uh, catching him on the forearm and driving his fingers from my bosom. Bosom. The blow shocked him. Tony, stop. I am Annie, and you are doing a terrible thing you will regret forever. My words finally found their target. Go away, I pleaded. Go away and leave me alone. What? Oh, my God, he said to himself. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, and he, like, toddles off. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But she had finally called Luke, and Luke shows up the next day. And he's, like, she hears him outside trying to talk. And she, like, wheels to the window. But she doesn't wheel. I think she just, like, threw herself on the floor because at this she point. She did. They yeah. took away all. They took away every everything she could use. Yep. So she's just, like, Ugh. And um, she's trying to scream out the window, like, Luke, no, ah, help. And Troy hears that shit. And so That's then it. he calls like, oh, this seems wrong. Fanny and he's like, hey. Something's wrong. Hey. Because it is noted, like, before he, like, finally was like, all right, yeah, no, I'm Troy, not Timothy Brothers. Because he was like, yes, I knew your mom. Oh, yeah, I remember Fanny. I'm and then Troy's she's assi- like. He was like, I'm Troy's assistant. I'm an assistant. And he's like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I'm actually Troy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so there's a rescue. Thank yeah, like, Jesus. Fanny and Luke just bust the Fanny, fuck in. Fanny, like, Fanny's the fuck in. And Luke is like, he's like, she's like, so Annie's like, you gotta take me out of here. And he's like, what's going on? She's like, I just, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, can you relive your trauma very briefly for me? Before I take <laughs> you away. <laughs> can you just take her word for it? Yeah, just get her out and then find out. Like, come on. Can you, so how many rapins did he try? Can you discuss them in detail? Oh, only one? Are you sure it happened? No, but he, he really wasn't like that. But he was, was like. It, but was it for your own good? Oh my God. 
Luke, <laughs> Luke did not do that. No, I know, but still. It was, like, very much like, can you just, like, relive your trauma, like, a little bit? Because he, he, I remember he was like, no, tell me exactly. She yeah, was, like, what she was like, happened? in the bed. And she's like, please get me out of here. And he's like, what? And she's like, I just, I need to get out of here. He's like, tell me explicitly and in great detail what's happening. And I was like, that's just re-traumatization. Yeah. Um, anyways, Which so we didn't really know about in We didn't know about <laughs> the effects of trauma in the brain. Um, so. But, like, hell yeah, Fanny. And, like, it had also been noted that, like, I think, she like. She reads books now. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Drake had been by and, like, Fanny was in the gazebo, like, reading, like, reading poetry or some sh- And just, like, she was really, like, hey, I've kind of toned the fuck down because I've realized that, like, life is real and this was whack. So she goes back to Hasbrook House, and she and Luke have this, like, very public incestuous eye gazing. <laughs> I'm gazing right now, you can't see. And that's when she finds out, too, that, like, he didn't have a girlfriend, like yeah. Drake said. Yeah. He never got, like... Any messages, any letters, any messages, any, any letters, like, the only time he knew that she called was when she, a- she actually called yeah, him. Right. And then, and then, like, she's like the mystery man called she a friend. Like... <laughs> Yeah. She was like, wheel me to the hairdresser. Yeah, like, let's get this shit fucking fixed. And I can't ooh believe la it. la, they give her a French, French braid. I know, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> and a French braid. <laughs> a French braid. <laughs> so 80s of them to be like, this is. This is fans mm. town. <laughs> and he's like, Oh la la, frost bread! Oh, you look so good with your natural color and your in frost bread. <laughs> um, Drake comes in with the S L U T word. He he does. He does. And he's like my slut sister Fanny comes in here and hauls you out. Oh yeah, and and Whoa. Fanny's like, no, you don't understand. Things were messed up, and he's and like, he's like, Fanny. he's like, Fanny's a slut. And then she's like, no, but he's like, oh, and you should. Why did you take? Her, like, you shouldn't have taken Annie away from, like, the best medical care. And, like, everyone was, everything was being good. And everyone loved her. And Annie's like, no, like, I really want to tell you what happened. And Drake's like, man. And he was like, pisses off. Um, there is one half of an exposed bosom at some point with them, too. I noted that because it made me laugh. Because I, I, in my mind, <laughs> I know they meant half this way, but I pictured half this way. Nice. Like a bisection. That's what I thought. What happened? No, that's what I thought. Like, because she's saying, like, titty out. Yeah, like one, like they, her and um. There are some titty kisses. There are some warm. Her titty and Luke kisses. were like in a bed. Like at this point too, she has like been able to walk. Like she's like recuperating. Using, she's using her walker. Yeah, like she's doing a great job because people are actually like letting her get her, stronger. Her which family is, doctor. Yeah, like which is how you recover is like building your strength up again. Um, and so she's kind of she's flourishing, and like her and Luke are talking in the night. And like her, like her, like nighty, like slips off her shoulder while they're like kissing. And then like there's like a like there's a, like a, a half exposed bosom. There's and like some, a breastal. There's some warm hump. titty kisses. I don't know. Is it a titty kiss or just like a titty? I grazing? feel like I wrote that down, but I think that also at some point she notes like, "Hey, stop it, Sparrow!" <laughs> no. <laughs> She's trying to kill our wires for. Um, I we gla- we glazed over it. Um, she has, like, a fantasy about his warm titty kisses, like, oh, yeah. making her legs come alive. <laughs> oh, but hey, whatever works. Um, yes. And then they're like, oh, my God, we really can't do this. Gross. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to go away forever. I'm Because I'm going to be a doctor, as has always been talked about. 
Yeah, no, Doctor wasn't <laughs> nope. talked about. Nope. It was just like, hey, you're wicked smart, you're going to have it. Because as we've spoken about on many occasions in the series, I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> kind of coming out of left field there with that one. Um, uh, Fanny's like, I understand. And a Fanny quote is, uh, love just gushed out of you and into him. Ooh. I don't know. She gets it. So, what? Yeah. Like, so, so. Fanny so, has been like, she stepped up, yeah, she, by the she, way. She she's being like a really lovely. Like, yeah. she's still kind of got, you know, she's got her little, that, like, like, shitty still. undertones. Well, no, she's still got her grit, but she's like. Here's what it, needs to be done. Yeah, like, it really seems like, you know, the death of her sister and Logan, like, hit her hard. And that she really just wants to improve herself and, like, be a good be person. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, that's. Like, oh, oh like, in such a contrast, like, at, at Farthingale Manor, they're like, send all the meals up. Do everything. Fanny's like, if you can make it downstairs, we can have dinner at, at the yeah. table. If, it, if it's not too much for you to see the spots where your parents were. Or and she was like, I want to get back into it. She's like, well, then we'll work towards that goal. Yeah, which you was set your goal. Yeah. I have been, you know, that was my favorite thing, actually, about this book. Was, she was Fanny's like, redemption. Goals. Yeah, her re- her redemptive arc. It's true, though, because like, you really didn't think that was going to happen at all. And, like, you know, like when she busted into the hospital room just being like, I'm going to do this, and that, and you're like, oh, okay, Fanny. It's, like, it's going to be a fucking flop house over at Hasbrook House. Like, it's like a floppy clit house. But, like, it just, like, nope, no more crazy boyfriends. Like, she just was just like, I need all to All of her titties are on lockdown, all of them. And she just talked about, like, I should have been a better sister to your mom. I was jealous, and, like, I took her being better as, like, something that, like, was, was her me. fault. Yeah. And, like, I didn't try to be a good sister. And, like, that, that was... L- that was lovely for me. That was lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, and she was like, you set your goals, whatever you want to do, we'll work towards. Yeah. I love... <sighs> Fanny's redemptive arc was one of my favorite things actually I've read in all the ten books that we've read so far. Um, so... <laughs> so, so things are happening, and she's like, well, I guess I'm not going to go to... Europe right now I'm just gonna float around the house and she finally goes to her parents bedroom and notes that her mother's slippers were yearning for feet weird which was there's it. always crimson slippers tucked under a bed <laughs> it's um, true ring, I believe ring. Jillian had crimson slippers tucked ring under ring bed. who's on the phone Tony's dead hey yeah so she ring, gets a, ring. someone's like hey Miss Annie you got a call it's from Tattered and Nelson she's like I don't fucking or Paul and Gail Nana and it's she's like, I don't want to talk to Tony. And they're like, no, he said that he, he asked for is you it, and it's not Tony. Is it Timothy Brothers? <laughs> and so she gets on the Timothy phone and it's Troy. And he's like, hey, I thought you might want to go to the... Just to let you know this happened. I want to go to this funeral. And she was like, what? And yeah, it's because Tony just like fucking just decrept out of life. He decrept out. And they shoehorned Drake in there as an heir. He's going to be the head of Tattered Toys. Cool. Because he was a businessman. No blood relation at all. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, the stuff with Drake, like, it gets mentioned, but it's still, like, way in the background. And, like, we don't get enough, like, substance to understand. He's just like, businessman, business Troy. Yeah. I'm business, business, business. But it was business Troy. No. Business I Tony. Can't. <laughs> I, can't. I can't handle the N. Because, you know, last book, like, we did see, like, that growing between Tony and Logan. But in this one, it's just, like, total, like, not even the backseat, but, like the back of a bus seat where we like get to know he's like really know, the like, back of a bus <laughs> we don't really know like why or how um because drake is like that 80s businessman where he's gonna get ahead and da-da-da-da-da. like from american psycho 
from American Psycho. Um, so he's just the heir of Tattertons now. Yeah, he's like, All I got this right. shit. Like, whatever. Because, like, obviously, Annie's like, I don't need to go the fuck back to this. I mean, I guess if shit. we're being kind, it's because he had the interest and no one else did. And he was, like, kind of in the family, whatever. Whatever. Um, and then they, they are, uh, maybe I, uh, maybe we have a happy ending for once where Troy's like, you guys aren't related. Yeah, it's amazing. So, like, they show up, like, yeah, Annie's like, I do want to go to this funeral. Closure. Luke, will you come with me? And he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And she's like, yeah, I, like, need, I need to see this motherfucker buried in the ground. Like, let's go. So they go, and then, um... Troy's like, let's have Troy's like, hey, let's make some sandwiches. Yeah, like, let's go have some of my famous sandwiches in the cottage. And so they follow Troy to the cottage. I don't know how they get there. Do they go through the maze or go around the maze? No one says. We don't know. And so they're there, and Troy's like, mm. oh, wait, shit. Before that, Annie looks in the music box, finally, she gets home, and she finds... There's, like, like an open doorway to a staircase to the cellar in the... In the cab, the in cottage. The model. In the model in the cottage, there is that the cabin that went on the the doorway that went into the passageways. Yeah, the basement the, one. The ba- yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's I see a, a piece of paper. Let and me get some note. tweezies." And it's that note. It's that the note that Troy, Troy wrote. wrote when when he killed Jillian. No, he didn't kill Jillian. <laughs> but, <laughs> when but, he stroked her out. Wait, but what? that's the first time that like heaven. No. Annie knew that she was like, "Wait, what?" That Troy and Heaven like had had, had an affair, had done a sex, and like that they had been in love. And she was like, "Oh, so they, they had sh- they had mashed uh, groins." <laughs> and so when they get to the cabin, and like she realizes, like once she's in there with Troy, and like she sees Troy again with his hands like behind his head, in and that she's, like, same position, and she then she's like, like "Oh my god!" And man. then she's like, "Hey," because maybe he says like something like, "Oh, you don't know." She's like. I do know. And he's like, what do you mean you know? And she's like, well, I know that like, you and my mother like had this had a, romance affair, and it yeah. was beautiful. And then he's like, yeah, but also like looking at you now, I, there's no doubt. That you have those daughter. tapered Tatterton tappers. And I see, <laughs> and I see that you and Luke are in love with each other. I just want to let you know. Yeah. And forbidden love sucks. But guess what? Your love is not forbidden. Love. And then that was the end. I was a happy ending for once? Question mark. Yeah, it was. <laughs> And, and Troy's like, you know what? I have clinical depression, but, like, maybe I can be happy if you guys want to, like, hang out sometimes. Yeah. Just call me sometimes, I guess. I love that. He's like, I'm not really good at getting out of the cabin, but. Just give me a ring. I'll try for you. Because you're like, my child, I guess. He's like, you're amazing. Like, you're so talented. You're beautiful and, like, such a oh, kind as long soul. As, like as long mom. as she was beautiful. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, he really recognized, like, the things that are positive. Like, the good things that heaven, the qualities heaven had. He was like, this is, this is amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm clearly your dad. Like I've seen your artwork. I've seen we can, your, I've seen your tapered tips. Like let's try together. And it was great too. Cause Annie, like, you know, it didn't make Logan any less her father. It's like, she actually gained more family. Like this. That's was, why it was like, was a good question, one. Yeah. Mark, question mark. Are we at a happy ending? Yeah. It was a happy ending because she knew that her and Luke could like actually just like, be actually in love with each other and then it wasn't forbidden like oh my god it actually was we're not we're not doing an incest it was literally meant to be in like not a creepy way like from the beginning um so we're gonna shit on all that happiness in web of dreams yeah stay tuned sorry but but if you can get through if you can get through what that feeling of wanting to peel your own skin off yourself Mm -hmm. with that tatterton like breath on your side titty (laughs) 
You know, <laughs> I'm I'm glad Tony finally was able to find Die? peace. Oh. Yeah, because like <laughs> he was a troubled fucking dude. Um, <sighs> can I'm, we just can can people ever just be like shitty? They can for sure. Trouble dude. But what I'm saying is, like, I I do think there were some moments where he was like legitimately kind of like aghast at himself, like, oh fuck, I'm a creep. But it doesn't go into that enough for us to feel like okay, like we're 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 looking for it. Yeah, we're yeah, like looking for it. Like you do see like, like even in the last book when he tried to like hump all up on heaven and then he realized like oh shit you're not your mom that I raped like you're not that child I raped you're yeah. someone else he was like fuck and like skinked away <laughs> I like the hand <laughs> I'm, I'm backwards like backwards T-Rex hand I was backwards Nostradamusing no okay. what Nosferatuing Nosferatuing <laughs> out the window um, um yeah so I am I'm glad that he doesn't have to be tormented by his fucking fucked up keep getting worse brain and then no one has to be like subjected to it anymore. Great. That's great. And like amazing on the day of a funeral you find out like hey this dude that rescued you is actually your dad and he's super cool and not only do you still have a dad but that means that your half brother really isn't your half brother. And you can just be in love with them. It's so discombobulating to have, like, a maybe happy ending. Yeah. I don't know what to do with ourselves. I am doing this to myself. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. So, uh, next episode, we'll be going into... We're into the web. Into the web. Gates, gates of webs. Into no, the web. The web of the way. We are going to be going into the web of dreams, which is a prequel... And it is told by uh, the is the point of view of Lee, Lee Van Voren. Lee Van Voren. And what it was like uh, moving into Farthingale. Farthingale Manor. So it will be join us next time for that. Meanwhile, you can email us at vcspiecespodcast.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. And also, we just set up an Instagram recently. And you can follow us at, at VC's Pieces Podcast. Uh, please do. Share with your friends. Tell your mom. <laughs> tell your mom. Your brother. Tell, tell your ugly maid and your shitty nurse. Oh, <laughs> Anyone who is ugly or attractive, if they have a bad complexion or look like a linebacker, maybe they have a chin hair, they can know too. Yep. But um, mostly we're looking for like peaches and cream. <laughs> yeah. If we can have like a good... Ratio. We only want beautiful followers. <laughs> no, you're all beautiful, dear listener. Sure you are. Um, okay, I love you. Bye. I love you also. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music is Dust on My Attic by Broke NC, used under Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspiecespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. Hey, you can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspiecespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, sell your family, touch your Tatterton toy, and try to scrub off the filth of being hill scum.